Hello, I'm Darren Heath, and I'd like to introduce Caroline Stockman, Chief Executive of the Association of Corporate Treasurers. This is the 23rd of our Strategic Insights series of short podcasts, where today Caroline will reflect on the challenges as well as the do's and don'ts of networking. Thanks as ever, Darren. Networking. I used to have quite a negative reaction to the word. I thought it was either about old boys clubs, or if not, still decidedly creepy. And when you go to events where there's networking and the person you're speaking with is constantly looking over your shoulder to see if there's someone more interesting coming their way, it reinforces the belief that it's all just about looking for people you can gain something from, which doesn't seem a nice mindset to have. Herminia Ibarra, who at the time of writing is a professor at the London Business School, talks about the traps which stop people from expanding their networks. It might be that you think networking isn't real work. Or perhaps, like a past me, you think it's using people and it feels inauthentic. Maybe you feel the payoff is long-term and you have more urgent things to do. And you probably think that relationships should form spontaneously. But if we don't expand our networks ever, that leads to a number of issues. If we spend all our time with the same people, then we won't be exposed to new thoughts and ideas. And also we're at risk of remaining in the box that people close to us have put us in, where their view of us and what we can do is restrictive. Ibarra talks about operational, personal and strategic networks, all of which are important to us in our development. And she claims it's most likely the strategic networks are the ones that causes the problems. Ibarra says that our desire for authenticity can hold us in our current comfort zone when we actually need to transition to new and unfamiliar territory. I believe we could and should be thinking about a future version of ourselves, stretching our boundaries as we consider that authenticity is about being true to our values and purpose and not about stopping our development as an individual. Ibarra gives an example of when she was failing as a lecturer at Harvard and was told she needed to get around the room and really own it. She eventually had no choice but to try it out, uncomfortable as it was for her. But with practice, it became natural, and a new and better lecturer was born. For me, I'm not sure when I really started to find networking acceptable. I think it was a combination of not really realising I was networking and becoming more senior. Let me explain. I really like people. So given the chance to meet new ones and have interesting conversations with people from different backgrounds is something I enjoy very much. So, as my career allowed me to do this, I started to network more and more. Then one day someone complimented me on what a good networker I was. I heard from their voice and manner that they thought it was a good thing. And I decided then and there that I was actually happy with it if networking was defined as what I actually did, which was simply like people. Becoming more senior in business also has an impact. If you're more junior, you potentially have less to offer in the networking context, so you can feel uncomfortable or indeed overdo things and become someone everyone else is trying to avoid. When you know you're at a stage where you have more to offer, then you perhaps relax and enjoy the networking more. In any case, I would always recommend, though it's not what all the leadership books say, that when networking you show each and every person you're with due respect, and certainly don't dump someone to chase after a seemingly more important individual. That's my view anyway. But how do you start to network in an effective way? Investing in extracurricular activities can help, as well as creating your own communities of interest. Lunches, business trips and social media can enhance connections, as can organising events or speaking at others' events. Helping others to develop their networks by connecting them is something I would advocate, 
As is keeping an eye out, so when someone has a vacancy, you might have a list of people they could potentially approach. Networking is about reciprocal benefit, and there's nothing wrong and everything right about being proactive in terms of helping others. And today's technology can actually really help us with that. For younger entrants to the networking world, one recommendation I've heard and think has great value is to try to get yourself speaking at an event, but then not network at the event until after you've spoken. Unfortunately, when you look less experienced, people will tend not to approach you. But once they've heard you have something interesting to say, then they'll be queuing up for more. It's a sad fact of life that this sort of ageism exists, but that's where we still seem to be, where things are changing. A theory a number of people have espoused is that you'll only ever be as good as those around you. So there's a clear case for broadening your networks. Great innovators generally have been successful because they're connected to a network. Rarely have they gone about it on their own. So think about the networks you could develop and how you might do that. Some people really plan this out and keep records of who they've contacted and when and how often they will follow up. I personally prefer a more natural or spontaneous approach. I certainly follow up with a note after receiving someone's business card and if we felt we had things of mutual interest to discuss, then maybe meet for coffee or lunch. And I do try to keep up some sort of regular contact with my networks. But it's become a natural thing to do, as I like those people. I don't think on the flip side that I'd appreciate being contacted to meet someone just because that person has had an automatic reminder that it's time they should see me again. But if it works for you, and I think we all find reminders useful for all sorts of things we really want to do, then you'll be joining many others who find this a helpful approach. So for me, it's about being authentic in terms of your values, treating everyone with respect, researching people a bit, but not in order to stalk those you think you can gain something from, and using networking as an opportunity to enjoy the company of others from a variety of backgrounds where you'll inevitably learn an awful lot. That's all positive. Thanks, Caroline. Next time up, it's something unique. You're going to reflect on what you learn from your training as a professional musician, which can be applied to all sorts of things, including personal development. Sounds good? Do please come again for that. But in the meantime, from both of us here, goodbye and thank you for listening. 